right, everybody. Welcome to the Unscripted Unlimited podcast. I am your host this evening, Mr. Doug Hummer. And I'm Daniel Hummer. And Sharon's here. She'll probably chime in when Howdy. in between, you know, touchdown passes. Uh, and Peanut and Misty are here, too. Uh, Couple so, of pussies. Yeah. So tonight on Unscripted Unlimited, the original plan was talking Tony Donoso from NCIS. But with Big Brother kind of in full swing and a lot of the stuff that's happened over the past week, I feel like it's a good tie-in if we talk about a former Big Brother house guest, former Big Brother winner, uh, and biggest pain in the ass during both seasons she was on, Rachel Riley. Yeah, I mean, she's kind of a reality TV queen, right? Uh, She's been on... uh... Big Brother a couple times, The Amazing Race a handful of times. She's got a new show, Snake in the Grass, that we'll talk about later. And uh, she's done a lot. Right. Now, we we will open things up here. We're going to talk a little bit about the current season of Big Brother, Big Brother 24. Uh, there was no eviction this week. Well, there was no voted eviction. Yeah. There was a self-eviction because Paloma Aguilar... I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. If not, I butchered it, but she already had her 15 seconds of fame, so who cares? Uh, Self-evicted, well, evicted herself from the house. Mm -hmm. She decided to step away, uh, not before causing some hell. Yeah. And That was caused. Because last week, and you saw it, you really saw evidence of it on Sunday's episode, where... You could just tell she does not like Taylor Hale. Are we doing a date every week here? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was Paloma went fucking nuts. I I mean I drafted her last week. So, but I also don't want. I mean, mental illness and you know I don't know what she has or what she doesn't have or. But she obviously was having a tough time. I still I don't think that excuses some of the behavior, but also. Everything she was doing was playing the game as well, so. All right, but let's kind of timeline things here, right? Yeah. So we saw on Sunday's episode, which technically covers Thursday through uh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Of, or pretty much in, in the house. Mm-hmm. And maybe like a little bit of the day on Saturday. But so... She got in. She thought that uh, Taylor Hale, who's a pageant queen, by the way, she's Miss Mich- Miss Michigan. She thought Taylor was very fake, which a lot of pageant girls can come off that way. Uh, and she just she automatically didn't like her. Okay. Hoh, uh, Daniel Durston, you know he put his. Two uh, nominees up on the block, Michael and Terrence, wanted to get Michael out of the house. Uh, Taylor, uh, the girls formed, Taylor formed this alliance with a bunch of girls called the Girls Girls Alliance. Paloma. Or Paloma, I mean, yeah. She formed the Girls Girls Alliance. Uh, Sands, Taylor, and Nicole. Yes. Okay. Nicole, because Nicole was really just kind of just keeping to herself and Taylor because she had all the girls convinced that Taylor thought she was better than all the girls. Yes. When Taylor just kind of keeps to herself. So, uh, we watched Sunday's episode. We did. And then Monday morning we start hearing, uh, that there was tweets going around from last year's winner, Xavier Prather, about how he didn't like the treatment of Taylor uh, because of her skin color. That's what he boiled it down to. Sort of, yeah. Okay. Now, the bullshit gets called because half of the girls in that house are of a different skin color. Okay. It was they weren't treating her because of her treating her bad because of her race. They're treating they're just her catty bitches. They're just catty bitches, and they also can't stand the fact that the only way most of them would be considered good looking to a lot of guys is if they had both contacts in the same eye. Jesus Christ! Uh, 
so um but yeah so then it was it started to be i think it was on tuesday paloma really started you know going nuts yeah and look taylor was mistreated definitely and she was definitely mistreated but it's again it's more because she uh they are jealous of how pretty she is and also jealous and also they think she stuck up just because of her background yeah yeah her pageant girl background and nobody took the time to ask her any questions so yeah, no one wanted, like... They just totally believed everything Paloma was saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, that would be the avenue that you could kind of pull that from, too, because both of these girls said the other one was lying, pretty much. And the... Well, I mean, Taylor didn't even say Paloma was lying, but everyone believed Paloma and not Taylor, because why not? Right. So that was a little uh, judgmental and biased. I, I don't I don't know. I I don't like the treatment, but... The mom mentality has always been a staple of Big Brother, and it won't. I don't think it'll last long on this season. I don't think it'll be like BB nineteen to where there's like a new target every week. And I, I, I think we're gonna start seeing people split up and stuff as the game goes on. You're gonna start seeing it split up because there's gonna be no ringleader. Paloma would have been that ringleader mm-hmm. had she stayed, but you know, starting on Wednesday, she started to you know really. Uh, hallucinate or whatever you know she was sleep deprived she kept telling people that she felt like we were in a simulation and none of this was real and it was just i mean rumor had started spreading on thursday that uh well wednesday night uh, the feeds got cut off and nobody could figure out why and then somebody said oh you know paloma's getting the hell out of there and then it just became a rumor all day thursday because the producers decided you know, why tell somebody something now when we have a, you know, a live show tonight? Let's just make everybody sweat it out. Yeah. Uh, and and also the fact, too, is that they had to rewrite the entire fucking show. So um, she ended up leaving Wednesday night. A uh, rumor was going around that they took her medication away from her which uh, Sam from BB21 uh, went to Facebook because he's in a Facebook group that I think you and I are both in. Yeah. Or at least I'm in it with Eric. Okay. Uh, and he said, look, they don't take your medication away. If it is, if it is mandatory medication, uh, like you have to take it every day, they will take it. They will put it upstairs in a diary room that's upstairs that they don't use. When it is time for your dose, you go up, you knock on the door, and then they give you your dosage. Yeah. Okay? Uh, We don't know if Paloma did that or not, but she just started, like, her. she just started breaking down mentally. And you can't really, I mean, I know people are still taking shots at her, which I think are unnecessary. Uh, Taking shots at her mental health that are unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, she she was a bitch. Okay, because um, of the way Taylor was being treated. But if uh, the hamster wheel became unhinged in her head, then it's not necessarily her fault. No, I I mean, it's one of those things to where, you know, it's good that she kind of went and chose herself over the game and did what she was uh, had to do and you know worked on her mental health. It does to me. I mean, it doesn't excuse the behavior. Uh, nothing ever really excuses the behavior, but it also she was playing the game too. She she caused a lot of that mob mentality, and she was the ringleader. She obviously had chops to play the game because she was there for like what three days and been like she was the leader of the house. Uh, everyone was going to listen to what she had to say. Right. She didn't have any, She didn't even have a vote this week because of the the can uh, the uh, backstage shit. Yeah. So she didn't even have a vote, and she she's solely responsible for the whole house turning against Taylor. Right. And then so the backstage twist was supposed to be uh, the house got nobody was going to vote for anybody to leave. Mm-hmm. All right. But the twist was going to be uh, like the three backstage people, which were. Uh, Paloma, uh, Alyssa, and and Brittany, 
uh, and their backstage boss, you know, Pooch, mm-hmm. there was going to be a vote. One of them was going to be saved. The person that was going to be saved was going to be Brittany. Yeah. Okay. Now, and the house guests were not going to vote for either Taylor or Terrence to leave. They were going to vote for Taylor or Terrence to participate in the challenge. Yeah. And, and go head to head with whoever Pooch chose for uh, between it would have been a listen and Paloma for the uh, to go head to head. The loser got got evicted. Now, if it would have come down to Paloma or Taylor, I that would have been like it, it would have been perfect. All right, let's do this. Let's go through every cast member and say how they're playing so far. And we'll maybe rate their game out of 1 out of 10 for this week. Okay. All right. Let's start with Alyssa. And, and let's also make sure to mention whose team for the people following the fantasy. We're supposed to give an update this week, but yeah. Eric's busy uh, plowing chicks on holiday. Yeah. Uh, well, Eric's at a family, uh, family wedding. He's getting with a bridesmaid. Wait. Are all the bridesmaids family? It might be the uh, the bride's family. He's related to the groom. Oh, he's good, yeah. yeah. He's slamming all the bridesmaids. Good for Eric. I mean, so, he is the best man, which nobody still gave me an answer why the be- why the second guy at the wedding is the best man. I mean, he's the more lucky man because he's not the one getting married. But, there you go. Uh, Alyssa, what would you rate her game so far? And I believe she's on your team, no? She's on my team. The thing is, is that I really haven't seen much from her. Yeah. I've seen her uh, comfort Taylor, or not Taylor, but I've seen her comfort Paloma, and that's it. Uh, I mean, spoiler alert for those that don't watch the live feeds, uh, live feeds, Jasmine's the current HOH, right? Yeah, she won the HOH, even though her foot touched the floor in the, in the competition. Alyssa's very close with Jasmine. Yeah, because they're all they're in that girls girls alliance. Yeah, which isn't even really alliance right now, but they they are friends and they are close. And like I was watching the live feeds last night, and Jasmine was joking about putting her up, and she's like, "You're my like one person in this house." So now that like Paloma's gone, because I think she was kind of giving getting that stigma by being so close to Paloma, and I think now that she's gone, she's more attached to Jasmine. Yeah, which Jasmine's not saying either. Uh, and you can even ask Nicole about that because Nicole had to wipe her butt. But what would you rate Alyssa out of one out of ten? I'd say right now, just because of like you really don't hear much from her. Yeah. I would rate it probably out of five. Me too. All right. What about Amira? Uh, I like Amira. Amira's also on my team. Uh, I really do like her. Um. She seems to have, like, some of the most stroke right now, especially with Jasmine. Jasmine listens to what she has to say. And also, like, like she found out about the Britney thing pretty quick. Britney sold her under the river, and she found out, and now she's kind of got Britney in her back pocket. Well, she yeah, knows Britney, she can't trust her. And, and here's the thing. And, again, another spoiler alert, uh, but if you either watch the live feeds or a bunch of, part of a bunch of groups on Facebook, you already know this, so don't shoot us. Uh Pooch and Taylor are the uh, are on the block right now, and as of this afternoon, uh, the other three people that were chosen to play in the video were Amira, Terrence, and Michael. Yeah. All right. If if Amira were to win, and I don't necessarily know who won, but if Amira were to win, I think she would actually take Taylor off. And have Jasmine put Brittany on. Yeah, because yeah. I think Amira want, really wants Pooch to go. Yeah, she's one of, on the forefront of the Pooch train. I yeah, would, she doesn't like Pooch. I would give Amira about like a seven right now. I, I would say about a seven. Somebody said that she's horrible at the game. I disagree. No, I think she's a pretty good position at the game. Yes. Yeah. Well, because also, too, she's also another one that is close with Jasmine. Yeah. Which, not, not that that's the end-all, be-all, but this week, I mean, she's looking pretty good. Yeah. And she's kind of got a hold on the girls. I think now that Paloma's gone, I think we're going to start to see Amira be more of a leadership role. Uh, let's talk about Brittany. I think she's pay, playing the game pretty poorly. 
I know she's your girl, Sharon. Well, she's my girl by default because nobody picked her. Yeah. But she's on your team. She represents you. And uh, she's, not being, she's not doing very good. No, because she went and started a false rumor that Pooch went to confirm. Who's on Amira's team, yours? Amira's on my team, yeah. Okay. And so she was trying to kind of form something with Pooch. Pooch. He didn't even give a fuck. He no. looked like he was like, yeah, fuck you, whatever. Yeah, he was like, whatever. Uh, and I would say Brittany's gameplay right now is probably at a four. Yeah, I don't think she's doing too well. I give her gameplay a two. Uh, Daniel. I give him about a four. I think his HOH was kind of lousy. I mean, it never really came to anything because of the whole Paloma situation, but he kind of made unnecessary. I mean, he didn't put a lot of people up, so the house doesn't mind him right now. But he's like, he's in that road rants or whatever with uh, with Nicole. Nicole, but Nicole's like in a big alliance right now with the girls, and she's working close with Amira. Amira and Nicole are like. Very close right now. So well, Daniel what, might get the boot. What's somewhere. Nicole's relationship right now with Taylor? With Taylor, it, it's eh. It, like she's being nicer to her. Like her, Amira, and Nicole were all having a talk last night, and it seemed to be going well. And that's when Taylor was actually trying to convince Amira to be nicer to Brittany. Because Taylor's the only one that cares about people being nice. Uh. uh all right, so Daniel's HOH play, I would actually give a one. Or not to the HOH play, but his gameplay. He had a target set in mind. That target won the veto. Won the veto. Who, I mean, I, and I'll give you, like, I think Michael's probably playing the best game He's right playing now. Playing the best game. Yeah. Uh, but Daniel, I would say right now, is a. I give him a four. I, I, I would say about a one. Mainly because of how aggressive he was to Taylor. Yeah, he was aggressive. He was going with the group trying to make everybody Yeah, he happy. didn't even talk to Taylor about it. That's yeah. what got me mad is nobody asked her, yeah. hey, did you say this? No one they did. They just totally They took Paloma's word. And yeah. like someone that's acting erratic and shit, that makes no sense. And, and here's the thing is that when uh, she asked him, she goes, "Is my name come up? And he goes, kind of. Right. And then, dur- and then during the speech... When he said, you know, you rub people the wrong way and you need to apologize. Yeah. Why didn't you tell her that fucking... She had no idea, like, what she was supposed to apologize for. And that's and the only fucked up thing, and the kind of messed up thing about that edit, too, is she didn't cry because he told her that. She she cried because she overheard people talking shit about her in her room. And that, that was captured on the live feed. Yeah. And so she went and cried in the bathroom. But they kind of manipulated it, the footage in a way to where right after the conversation with Daniel, that's when she went and cried. Right. Well, because they're trying to cover their asses because they know that there are people that are basically looking to, you know, try to put an end to the season. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to—they're not going to be successful at it. No, but you have a bunch of assholes who, by the way, on the, the show in seasons past, have bullied people. Okay. Yes, someone. They've done it, but now they're against it, even though they have you know court, three quarters of a million fucking dollars because they did it. So, just, I mean... That person, I don't think... I mean, I, he wasn't as much of a bully as that other bitch, but <laughs> it's just like, you had no problem standing idly by while people in your alliance were doing this. So, but now because it just so happens. But even like you're you're referencing Brittany. Brittany had Oz and Big D and she actually had people. Who the hell does Taylor have? This is the whole house. This and this and this has happened before, the mom mentality. But usually somebody has like one person or two the whole house is like acting nice to her and then talking shit when she leaves or leaving rooms when she walks in. They 
she doesn't gel with them apparently and I'm not saying it's anyone's fault or whatever, but they're clearly nobody likes her in this house and she's alone. That's kinda isolated. That not saying and I'm not I don't care about anyone else that was talking shit. I'm just saying for what I've seen. Yeah. No, I, I agree, but also too but that that's the reason why these are such heavy edits is because they don't want of uh, it's right out there, though, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is out there, but also, too, you got to remember, some of the people talking shit, you know, have the power to file, can somehow find a way to file a grievance. Maybe. And yeah. take legal action. Well, because it's not just that. I mean, like, it's getting posted in, like, Variety and stuff, and, like, it's making news. Yeah. Big Brother always kind of makes the news, but still, uh no, it's a tough situation. Hopefully it works out. I hope Taylor gets HOA soon. They all got to I mean, I hope so, too. I mean, even Julie Chen Moonbet said the other day, she's just like, this is just such BS. Yeah. I mean, I feel, she's like, I feel bad for Taylor that she's got to put up with this. But also, too, this is what Big Brother has been about for the last, you know, 20-something seasons. To me, as a social experiment, when you can't, when you put people together and you're calling it a social experiment, you kind of just got to let the experiment play out. Yeah. Whether you like the result or not. If it gets really, really bad, really like, and they're saying really, really messed up things, like real direct, like Aaron Grise type shit. Yeah. Then maybe step, then step in. Definitely step in or do, do something. But. I, I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not getting into all that. All I'm saying is that it would be nice if you know she could end up clicking with some people and getting. And, and Michael she, seems to want to. And, and, and that's the people. thing. And Michael, I think, is the uh, now he's got to be careful though. Yeah. Because and I don't mean like be careful like aligning with her. I mean be careful as in like, okay, he won a veto last week. Yeah. Now, he's going to play in the veto this week. Yeah. Now, let's say hypothetical he wins, right? Yeah. Don't try to win another fucking thing. Yeah. For a few weeks. All right. Let's let's move along so we can get to Rachel. Uh, what would you rate Indy? Uh, I haven't seen much from her, so I'm just going to say three. I give her a three, too, because, she, I mean, she's kind of been like the house mom cooking for everybody and shit. But she really doesn't know what the game is. And from what I've heard, she like thinks she's playing Big Brother Brazil pretty much. And she's playing oh, really? Like, yeah. And she like and that's more of like I, I it's not like how America plays. It's it's not as competition based and it's not as manipulative. So I don't think she knows what the fuck's going on totally. Like she does a bit, but Yeah, but she it, sometimes to, those are the best house guests. Yeah, it is. But she hasn't wanted to talk much game. Jasmine. Uh being the fact that she is HOH right now, or currently, uh, in a lot of people's eyes, shouldn't be because her foot touched the ground. And they had a whole commercial break to, you know, realize whether or not her foot touched the ground. But because she was hurt, they felt sorry for her, so they gave her the win. Yeah. Uh, I would actually say, though, that her gameplay right now is probably at a seven. I give her a six. I think she's doing all right. I think the laziness kind of now and the milking of the, the rolled ankle is going to start pissing people off. And I think when she's out of power, I think she's going to find that people aren't going to cater to her every need anymore. But, uh, and some of the sass she's been giving Taylor. and the, I mean, she's all right. I, I don't know if she's going to go very far. So that's why I would only go a six. I don't know if long term she's very long for the game, but she's doing. All, she's on my team, so and she's doing all right so far. She getting me some points, but winning the HOH, so I'm not mad at her. Kyle, I uh, haven't really heard much from him. Uh, the only thing I really heard him do was, uh, you know, inform Alyssa that Newark is in New Jersey and not its own country. And also, he seems to be really close with Monty, so I think Kyle could be. In a pretty good position in this game. Yeah, because Monty's playing a, a tremendous game. I mean, he's lying and conniving and all that, which is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Don't get don't get me wrong, but I think Kyle is going to let Monty do some dirty work. 
Yeah, I mean, for the kid that thought he was going to go home within the first week, he's not. The kid and, whose mother thought he was going to go home within the first week. Yeah, and he's not as annoying as you would thought he was going to be exactly. off rip either. He's actually not that. He's kind of a low-key kid, which I can respect. Except for him, when he was reading the rules for the veto competition, I wanted to punch him in the throat. Yeah, he was having fun. <laughs> uh, I give him a seven right now. I would say about a I'd say about a six. Joseph doesn't seem to know what's going on too much. He's He thinks the all-guys alliance is a thing, but it's really not. Yeah. So I give him a four. And he's spending a lot of time in the hammock with the pooch. So I give him a four. Yeah, I was watching a live feed, and pooch was, like, holding his hand and yeah. touching him. They were really close. It's like, I, I can't quite figure pooch out. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he was heterosexual, but he... Doesn't he have a wife and uh, children? I don't know. No, he's 23. Does he? He's not married. I don't I don't think he is. He's not? I, I thought, you know... I don't think he is. It was funny because Alyssa was in the kitchen. She was talking to somebody and she said she went in the kitchen and the guys were like, Pooch is really horny, so you got to go or something like that. <laughs> I swear to God, she was telling the story like that. All right, let's move on. Michael, I'd probably give a nine right now. I'd say nine as well. I do think that after this week, he's got to start laying low. Yeah. Unless he can align himself with a couple of folks that will help, you know, protect him. Yeah. And, like, be that shield for him. Yeah. I think he's going to be battling uh, Daniel a lot this season. Two super fans. I'm giving Monty a ten right now. I think he's playing a good game. Everyone, Again, he's I, got the most stroke in the house. I don't like the lies. Yeah. But that is Big Brother, so I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on the ten. But I will say this, you know, earlier on, picture went out about how he's trying to convince. Uh, I think it was Amira and Nicole that Pooch should stay and Taylor should go. Mm-hmm. And Nicole looked at him like, you know, you guys look, usually look at me when I'm telling a bad joke. Yeah. It's just quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he gets a 10 from me. I think Nicole's not doing too bad. Nicole gets an 8. She's scheming. She's got a couple different things. She see, I think she's going to leave Daniel in the dust and fucking roll with Amira, to be honest. That's why I gave Daniel such a low score, because I think she's not as loyal to him as he is to her. Oh, no. Like, after, like, because she doesn't agree. I don't think she agrees with Daniel's treatment of Taylor. No, and she hasn't really treated Taylor much better, and she talks shit about her, too, so. But she she seems to be rolling. Like, they were talking last night, and, like, she was like, yeah, we're going to. And the girls are we're, we're together and we're kind of in that alliance, but they're going to keep you safe. But our like targets of are, are Pooch and Turner, so uh, like we're we're good because Pooch. And he's like, well, those are my allies. <laughs> he's like, I'm alive with Pooch and Turner. He's like, my numbers are going down. She's like, no, no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> so Dan, Daniel's just kind of like doesn't know what the fuck's going on, and they're just scheming behind his back. So and Pooch and Turner. It reminds me of Turner, Turner and I know, it's fucking hilarious. I'm so glad that they're... And they're aligned together, too. That's the beauty That's of it. That's so funny. But the, the sad thing is, is, Pooch goes home. Yeah. Well, Turner's the other target. So he, His name's been thrown around. So do you think... I don't know. That, like, whoever is... Whoever wins the veto... And again, like, I did a fast scroll by, because I saw, like, the... Uh, once... Like, I figured the veto competition was over. Yeah. Like, I could see that one of the groups was posting something, and it looked like a picture. So I scrolled that son of a bitch down fast, so I couldn't even see the fucking picture. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to ruin it when I put on the live feeds tonight, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize how fun the live feeds were until I started watching them this week. Seeing it, and at first I was kind of, I always, like, tried it for a couple minutes, got bored, and stopped. But, like, a couple nights that I've watched it, it's been in, like, some deep gameplay talk. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is really good. And then it's, like, just them cooking in the kitchen. Or, like, Joseph was teaching Daniel how to make, like, a protein shake, but with only the stuff that they put on slop. Like, sugar and, like, the seasonings they're allowed to have. And I was like, you know, this is actually pretty damn good. Like, the unedited version of this is pretty fun. 
So I, I actually thought the live feeds were interesting. I watched a little bit of the live feed last year, and I remember like there was a they were all getting up in the morning, and Brittany was making herself uh, breakfast because you know there's like stuff she couldn't eat or whatever. I think she has to eat stuff that's like gluten free. Yeah. Or whatever. So like she was making breakfast, and uh, it was funny because that was the week that Kylan put her and uh and Frenchie up. Yeah. Okay. They're all in the kitchen making breakfast together. <laughs> like this is way before Kylan became a piece. But they were in the kitchen making breakfast together and then uh Tiffany came in and said, Come on everybody, we gotta go, you know, uh Claire's getting ready uh for uh gonna do a yoga session. And Kylan's like, all right, I'll go out there. And French is like, I ain't going out there. I'm going back up to my room. Yeah. And you know, that just kind of left Tiffany in the kitchen by herself making breakfast. Uh, and then, but yeah, no, like it was just like that few minutes of the three of them just sitting there talking. Uh, no, I, yeah. Making, you know, making breakfast. We weren't even talking games. Yeah. Uh, Frenchie was just asking Brittany about like the stuff, you know, the food she can eat. Yeah, it's a little weird at first, like you're just watching people live, but it's also like that is the ultimate reality TV, I guess. Right. You're watching like literally people live, but it, you also see them get glimpses of them playing the game and too. It's really good. These live feeds have really taken over because they used to air a show called BB After Dark, which would be midnight to 3 a.m. It would be on uh, Pop. So that was basically the live feeds. And, and that's pretty much what the live feeds were. And then, but once Paramount took over, yeah, uh, like uh, CBS All Access went away, which you still could technically watch the stuff on CBS All Access, yeah. but they would go down, uh, like the live feeds would go down from midnight to three, so you could just watch it on here. Yeah. But uh, when Paramount Plus became a uh, a big thing, they're like, you know what, let's just keep the live feeds, you know, running all the time, except for, like, if we're doing a competition. Yeah. And, you know, fuck, the, fuck After Dark. It's on a channel that not a lot of people have anyway. Yeah. And and the ratings suck. So, I think Poots gets a two right now. He's a Right now, yeah. He, yeah. He's on my team, but he's an idiot. Yeah. He's not in good position. He doesn't know when to stop talking either. No, he fucking talks a lot. And well, I he's think got the right captain. He's he's got like like you said, he's kind of like a good looking kid with the nice eyes. I think he thinks he's a lot more charming than he really is. Yep. Especially when he talks. And he kinda just turns people off. Taylor, I don't think a lot of this is her fault and she's kind of being wrongly, you know, mistreated and stuff. So I'd just give her about a five. Because she isn't really been in the position to show gameplay yet. Right. Because she's just working her way up, fighting her way up. No, everyone's against her. So she hasn't really got she to show is, She did show. I mean, yes, her, her foot kind of hit the ground, too. Yeah. But she smoked Alyssa in that competition. Yeah, she was beast. She was probably the fastest person that ran through that. She's shown that she has some ability. I'd like to see her win HOH soon. Let's move on to Terrence. I'll give him about a two. He hasn't played the game much at all. No, Classic not at all. Right now. No. Yeah, definitely. And Turner, I would probably say about a three. Yeah, he's the next target after Pooch, Turner and Pooch, and people really aren't feeling him right now. So, Which is sad because I actually low-key like the guy. He's on my team. I like him too. Let's get into Miss Rachel Riley since we're already a half hour in. Okay. All right? Yeah. All right. So she – all right. So quick background on her. She's a former Las Vegas showgirl, I believe. <laughs> is she? Well, she came from Vegas. Yeah. I believe she... Uh, yeah, and she was like a VIP cocktail waitress or something. Right. Yeah. So she came in in season 12, which I, I can't remember if that season was like 2011, 2012, whatever the fuck. Uh, and then, you know, she made it to jury that season. She met the love of her life. Uh, and then, you know, they, you know, came back in season 13 for that duos twist and they were already engaged. Yeah. 
Now they're married. They have a couple of kids. But the thing about her, and I hated her guts, okay? Because she's, like, during those two seasons, she was not a good person, personally. But she was a fantastic game player. Hell of a game player. Competition-wise. Yes. Social game. Stop. Yeah. But you got to remember this, and I kind of relate her gameplay the way Paloma was playing, okay? Because Rachel was trying to run the house and did for a point because, especially in season 13, nobody wanted to cross her. Right. Because they saw how big of a bitch she was in season 12. So, like, you had people just doing whatever the fuck she wanted. Yeah, to an extent, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, no, because, like, you know, Portia did what she wanted for a while. Shelly did what she wanted. Uh, Shelly was against her. Shelly fucking hated her. When did she do what she wanted? What's well, because, well uh, because, you know, Jeff and Jordan were aligned with her. And Portia kind of gave up on her and started that whole other side, too. I think... Rachel's just, first of all, like competition. I think like she was like made in a machine for reality TV. For some reason, she's like one of the ultimate villains that you love to hate. Yeah. And she's someone that you want to watch and you kind of want to see fail, but then she succeeds and you kind of respect her a little bit. Like the way, like she was built for the competitions, probably the greatest female competitor ever on the show. Janelle did a lot of good too. And so did Dick's uh, daughter. But fucking Rachel's had some heart, man. And she, she's never lost an endurance competition still to this day. I mean, well, the two seasons, she never lost an endurance competition. No, she was a beast. She was like, the, she was the competition beast of the couple with her and Brendan. Yeah, Brendan was kind of a pussy. <laughs> yeah, he kind of sucked. And she, like, he, she outlasted him on everything. She usually scored more points and whatever. She would get the trivia questions more. Like, she was, she was just really good at the fucking game. And at the the competition uh, wise of the game, social game was not that good. But that's just because she had an abrasive personality. She had a very loud personality. Because you know she was very threatened by other pretty girls, which is what you could say Paloma was. Okay. Well, yeah, to an extent. I don't. I don't necessarily because Paloma had more stroke. In three three days, and I never Rachel never had any stroke to me. I don't think she ever ran anything. I'm, I don't think anyone really no, did what she nobody, wanted. To nobody, me, she was always the underdog because yeah. everyone fucking hated. Well, her. and not in thirteen, because in thirteen, you know, she stuck with Jeff and Jordan, and yeah, but that other side of the house was winning a lot of competitions. Kalia, Port, and like she was always on the block, but then they would vote somebody else out. She was on the block next to Jeff uh, on that double, so she she. A lot, like, she was fighting for her life that season. And the producers also realized that she was one of the most talked about and viewed and the reason they were getting so many views, so they threw at that fucking stupid duos twist. They brought that back to yeah. fuck Porsche over so Rachel could win the game. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, that was, that was like, blatantly. That's, like, the producers, like, no, like, we need this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, we're going to bring back the duos twist, so, like, she's got to play the POV with Jordan and if they win they're both safe and of course Rachel won because she's good and then that made Jordan safe and Portia had to get out one of her own allies so but Rachel to me like socially she was never good and no one ever liked her she was always the wrong way she was socially shit to me but she did you gotta give it to her in 13 because she did turn down parts of her personality that she knew rubbed people the wrong way to kind of stick along and to keep going. Like she was being more quiet and quiet and just kind of hiding behind Jordan. Well, because if you also notice too, uh, like at at the beginning, you know, Dick is the one that tried to, you know, put all the veterans together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it would have, I think it would have worked had he stayed in the house. Uh, I don't think so. Well, it would have worked for a little bit, I think, because he would have found a way. Yeah. I just think that that's so many strong personalities, yeah. and they're all so different. Well, and also, too, Danielle wanted nothing to do with any of them. Like, even Jeff and Jordan did not get along fully with, 
Rachel. They were just loyal because that's all they had. Because they were veterans. Well, in the first, first few weeks, like at one point, like when that Cassie got evicted, which Cassie was Rachel's main target. Yeah. Because she thought Cassie, you know, was better looking than her, which is the truth. Uh, but, uh, and then, but like Jeff and Jordan, they like, or like Jordan liked Cassie. Jordan didn't want to get rid of her. Yeah. And at one point Jordan was thinking about, why can't I just fucking put Rachel and Brendan up? And Jeff's like, no, it's too soon, which is what made me start to turn on him. Because I hated Rachel so much that it's like, no, you gotta fucking get rid of him. But he was also bitching for the rest of the season that they had to deal with her too, and he yelled at Rachel a couple times too, and he would always get in her face and shit when she would start. Well, yeah, because like he was just he was trying to keep everything together, and it's just like, okay, you're you know getting mad at her and all that, but your your girlfriend or whatever she was at the time wanted to get rid of her. And you didn't want to take the big move. Well, it ended up working out for him because Jordan wouldn't have gone that far without Rachel. Rachel won all the competitions. Right. Right. No, so it, it did work. Like, but I think Jeff and Jordan, because Jeff and Jordan were so nice, that kind of shielded, you know, Rachel from, you know, everybody really targeting her. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of mean that season, but I, I agree. I think Rachel's problem the first season was that she was so abrasive and it was all about her and Brendan. And, like, you had other personalities. Like, the brigade was running that season. There was no one that was going to beat the – she could have been the only, like, person that could have beat the brigade, but no one realized it either and no one knew about it. Well, remember, when she got voted out, Brendan said, I want to go. Like, get me out. Yeah, but they were realizing she's winning everything. That well, and I think that's what they even told him, too. They said, look, we understand that, you know, you wanted her to stay, but, like, she's too much of a threat. You're not. That's why I hated Danielle, because she got Brendan out twice. And, and, like, it made no sense. It's like, take the stab at the big fit. She was so arrogant that she was better than Rachel. Yeah. And she thought, oh, I I can compete with Rachel. I'm better than Rachel. That she ended up letting her ego get the best of her. Brendan was not as good as Rachel ever. Even, like, the first time. She got evicted because she was a better player than him. And, yes, he stuck around for a couple weeks. But they, he was, they still gunned for him. And then they eventually got him out. Well, no, because when – all right, so Rachel gets evicted. Yes. Rachel went ninth. Brandon wins HOH. Yes. All right. And he was going to get mad out, but Matt had that diamond power veto or whatever. Yes. And they got out the the woman that was the sheriff. Kathy. Okay. And then afterwards, uh, was it... It was uh, Brittany, right? No, it wasn't Brittany. It was... uh, Yeah, no, Brittany won HOH because he was going to take out Brittany. And, but Brittany, like, kind of begged and made a deal with him. And then the next week, she broke it and put him up anyway, and he went out the house. No, Matt went out before. Oh, yeah, because he won the veto. But he was nominated, and then he won the veto. Yeah, and then Matt went out because the brigade were like, we need to get Matt out of here first because he's going to win another HOH. And then when Brandon went out, it was, was it Reagan who won? HOH that sent him out, or was it Hayden again? I don't fucking remember. Uh, Because <laughs> Wayne won the uh, HOH that took Reagan out. Well, that was after Brendan. Yeah. That was right after, I think. Right, so that's why I'm thinking it was... Uh... But he lasted a little while, but he was not as good at the game as she was. Uh, she just she had the competitions on lock, and uh, you know, like I said, socially she wasn't that great, but she she hung in there. Season thirteen, she really hung in there. I thought Portia could did enough to where she could have maybe even competed with her, but you know, she she took away the vote. Shelly voted for her, and Shelly hated her. Uh, so, and all the older, you know, a lot of the veterans voted for. Her. Uh, 
Jeff and Jordan really gained a lot of respect for her dealing with her because they saw how you, whatever you want to say about her, she cares about being there. And that's why like her yeah. biggest thing. And the reason socially people hated her is because she hates the floaters, right? A float, floater, grab your life vest. That's like her fucking catchphrase. Uh, she hates floater. If she thinks you're not trying in the game and you're just there to tan, she, then you know, you're a piece of shit in her book. Which, I mean, you can commend that. That's, exactly. that's, that's a competitive, competitive spirit. That it, this was the end-all be-all for her, and it pissed her off when it wasn't for other people. And they were just there to be on TV. Cause, I mean, it is life-changing money. This is a big fucking deal. Right. So uh, I, get, I can even see where she's coming from in those. And, like, and it, the funny thing is, too, is that America loved her so much. Yeah. That when her sister got on the show, her sister got all of America's privileges. You know, what, like when they did like the America's Player or whatever. Or yeah. Like the three weeks in a row that like somebody in the house could get it. Yeah. <clears throat> it was always her. It was never anybody else. It was always Alyssa. And then... When they had the vote for, you know, America's favorite house guests for the $25,000, it was Alyssa. Even though there were more likable people in that house than her. Yeah. How she beat Judd is America's favorite. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty much because Rachel was her sister. Yeah. And Rachel went on the amazing race. She won Celebrity Fear Factor. Did she? Yeah. She won Celebrity Fear Fact. That's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's... Rachel was, again, she was the definition of competition beast. Yeah. And she is... Even though we didn't put her on our, like, top ten favorite winners or whatever... Well, yeah, because she, no offense, but she was a bit annoying. But also, but I do have a lot of respect for her as a fan of the game. Yeah. I think she really cared about the game, and she was actually really good. Yeah, and if you're going to make a top... And I think that's why she was annoying as she was, because she was very passionate yeah, she cared about, about the game. Exactly. But if you're going to make a top ten best female competitors, she's got to be out Oh, it. she's got to be it, yeah. Yeah, and the thing, and also, too... You know, she was one of the people that, you know, we talked earlier about people speaking out about Taylor's mistreatment. Yeah. She, her and Janelle spoke out about how they just think that everybody is jealous of her. Yeah. Got nothing to do with skin color, race, whatever. They went to the, they actually went to the facts, which were just a bunch of jealous little girls well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think I said this to Sharon the other day. You're going to see this behavior in every high school across the country. And that's like Big Brother's just like high school. It's just like well, all that shit. High school never ends. Then, Only Pursuit got that, got that right. High school never ends. Exactly. Yeah. And a bunch of girls that are also pretty see another pretty girl that has the attention of the boys, and then they start fucking hating her. Right. And they treat her like shit. This happens a lot all over. That's the social experiment part. Whether it's fair or not, that that's what happens. So uh, I I don't have – I feel bad for Taylor. That's my only real opinion on it. Yeah. But I don't think that, like, the show should be stopped or anyone no. should be removed. Well, and that's why, like, uh, you know, Taylor and Janelle – or not Taylor. Janelle and Rachel, who are no saints themselves. They were just like, again, they took the right approach, which was, it's just jealous girls. Yeah. You know, it'll, you know, it'll pass or whatever. Because, you know, Rachel wasn't necessarily the best looking girl. I mean, Rachel was, Rachel's good looking. Yeah. Uh, Janelle, like in her season, Janelle was fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. So Janelle, I think, dealt with it more. Rachel was on the uh, was on the tormenting side. Yeah, she was the tormentor. Who's the bully? All right, Janelle was the tormentee. I think, or not necessarily that she was tormented, but there were a lot of people in both seasons 
that were the ones she did really well at that were just like, oh, we can't fucking stand her. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest with you, like the ones that really couldn't stand her, she was head over heels more beautiful than any of them. And I didn't like Janelle. Yeah. I thought Janelle could could be a bitch. Well, yeah, she dealt with the same stuff on her season. Yeah. A lot of the girls turned on her. and they, Like, they were saying awful things about her, too. Like, she's a skank and a slut and really mean stuff. So. But I don't, I, I don't necessarily think she was that because, to be honest with you, she wasn't going around flirting with all the guys. She was sticking around with Kaser. I mean, she banged Will. So. Well, I mean. Well, I don't know if she banged, but she's very, she had a showman with him over there. Yeah. Well, proctologists make a lot of money. <laughs> She, uh, Rachel, she's made some big game moves, too. Like, uh, she was, she was responsive. Kalia would look really good that season, and she was responsive. She was the HOH that took Kalia out. Well, yeah, because Kalia was trying to get, Kalia made the move of the, the move of the season getting rid of Jeff. Yeah. But, uh, um... Uh, yeah, no, when Rachel got rid of... Because Kalia came in, what, fourth or fifth? Or no, fifth, right? Fifth. Because the final four were... Adam and Jordan, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So it was just more... Um, yeah, she definitely made some big moves. I mean, I feel like that if they wouldn't have targeted her so early in 12, she could, her, her, she probably could have taken out the brigade if given out if given the opportunity. I think so. Because to be honest with you, none of them were the competitors she was. Yeah. Hayden maybe. Yeah, I hate and Matt won a lot of shit. Even though they didn't really consider him but he was carrying them for a while. He he carried them for a while. And, you know, to show their gratitude, they got rid of him. Yeah. But that's like, also, he's got that stigma of what he did that he's going to have to live with for the rest of his life. Yeah. How do you think his wife felt? What? <laughs> I wonder if they're still together. But, like, you know, if you look at it like this, I mean, you had the brigade, Hayden, Hayden and Lane, two big, you know, muscled up guy, you know, two big guys. Uh, you know, look like they could be great athletes. And Rachel blew Lane away in just about every competition. Yeah, she beat Hayden mostly, too. She was always the one winning. It was basically her and Matt trading off the, the power of HOH. Yeah. And she would win the vetoes. I mean, she was just fucked. She was the ultimate competitor. She really was. She's one of the best competitors to ever enter that house and top five female contestants. And this new show, Snake in the Grass. Uh, Are you finally going to tell us what it is? Yeah. It's a reality TV show. And we will see everybody next. No, oh, okay. uh, it drops four players in the jungles of Costa Rica for 36 hours. While in the jungle, the four players must compete in various challenge, challenges in hopes of winning the $100,000 prize. But wait, there's more. One of the four players is actually the snake, whose entire goal is to sabotage the whole entire game. The snake may try to sabotage challenges in order to prevent the other players from uncovering a clue about their identity. Riley appears in one episode of Snake in the Grass, alongside Big Brother fan favorite Janelle and Survivor legend Siri Fields and Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick. So that should be an action-packed episode. She's still doing reality TV. She was on the Amazing Race in 2019, and she's been on that show like three or four times. She's been on with her sister. She's been on with Brendan. Uh, that was very good. Thank now, you. Snake in the Grass. Where can we find that? Uh, on TV. What? I already I already exited the page. No more questions. Google it, folks. Yeah, they're not paying us shit. Why are we plugging their shit? <laughs> Should be good though. <laughs> I, I mean, Rachel's cool. 
She was a damn good uh, house guest. All the people that hated her back then say she's really cool now. So apparently, like, she's made, like, her and Brittany are good friends. Her and uh, Reagan are good friends. And her and Reagan used to, they, remember when they went to oh, the fucking were, War of Words? Yeah. That was, and he called her Raitress. Do you remember that? That was a big deal. It's something about acne on her face. And yeah, her, and her chin. Yeah. He's like, the only thing real about you is the pimples on your chin. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, those two would go at it. And she's like, are you a bitch just because you're gay? <laughs> Which does not age well. And yeah. not okay. But uh, Rachel got away with it back then. Uh, Ray, Rachel Riley, she, she's had entertaining moments. I think she's going to go down as one of the best female house guests. And that's all I got to say on her. Doug? Yeah, no, she's one of those house She's annoying as all hell. But she was fun to watch in those seasons because it's just like, okay, you wanted to watch it to see if she was going to, um, how far she was going to get in that game. Exactly. Uh, are we done? Yeah. All right. So uh, make sure, you, uh, by the way, it's going to be on uh, NBC, Snake in the Grass. Good for them. So I had to look that up. All right. Uh, starts in August. Uh, make sure you listen to Boxman and Smirk, the wrestling outlet, Mixer.com slash wrestling outlet, Wednesdays at around uh, 10, 15, 10, 20-ish Eastern time. Uh, found on all major podcast platforms. Then listen to uh, um, them Saturday nights. 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, blog, or Mixer.com slash Hollywood Hangout. Listen to us Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, blogtalkradio.com slash everything unscripted for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. This upcoming Friday night, we're going to talk, a, we're going to do a feud retrospective on Triple H and The Rock. Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, same channel, Unscripted Unlimited, Next Saturday, we're going to do what I had planned tonight, unless something else comes up and I think of a different idea. But we're going to do a character retrospective on Tony Dinozo from NCIS. Uh, Stabcast this week, I believe, is going to be on Tuesday, correct? Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. Okay. Uh, Mondays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, same channel, The Web Cave. Uh, it's a debate this week, right? No. I was wrong yesterday. I forgot we're doing that next week. The, we're doing the Flash retrospective this week. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to be talking about the Flash, Barry Allen, Wally West, Jay Garrick, Bart Bart Allen, uh, the, the history of the Flash. We're going to be talking everything Flash. I might even Flash a couple people myself. <laughs> Do we have to throw dollar bills at you this thing? No. Okay. We know you're too cheap for that. How for a quarter inch it? Or a dime? You're a dime. Yeah. So, I I think that pretty much does it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, also, Jesus fucking <laughs> make sure you check out our buddy Sean, Elite Diplodoc, on YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, fuck him. He's a married man. Now. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he doesn't really <laughs> need all that fame now. Uh then, of course, check, check us out on YouTube, DDE Collectibles. Uh, another vlog should be going up soon. I recorded one last week that I forgot about. Were you? Did you have clothes on for this one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, YouTube already sent me a letter saying I have to get rid of the Speedo. Yeah. They actually want me to burn it. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Just make sure to do it outside. We don't need that smell in this house. There's only two skid marks in there. <laughs> but, you're, you're two skid marks. Yeah. All right. I think we can go now. All right. You are beautiful on the inside. You are innocence personified. And I will drag you down and sell you out.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.